This is our Pacific Northwest Music. We're going to be talking to local musicians, bands, talking about their passions and why they play such awesome music. Why would I ever want to miss this? Find us on Instagram or Facebook, Our PNW Music, or our website, ourpnwmusic.com. Skagit Valley, you don't want to miss this. All right. I'm going to welcome Chris to the podcast. Chris, welcome. Thanks for having me, Rudy. I'm excited. Yeah, man. Hey, I was gonna, I was gonna lead with, uh, you know, I, I of course don't want to just uh, throw your first name out there, uh, and I also, I don't know. We've known each other for a while. And I don't know that I know how to pronounce your last name. Is it Elias? Oh, yeah. It's actually Alice. A L L I S. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Alice. Chris yeah. Alice. All right. Well, welcome to the show, sir. Um, yeah. So, man, we've been talking about doing this for quite some time. I know um, your band. Uh, that I don't really know where you're at with that, and I hope we can get into conversation about that. But uh, Whiskey Libido uh, put out an album, boy, would it be maybe four years ago now? Uh, it's not five or six. It's been a minute. Okay. Well, maybe you can kind of just uh, give a little overview of kind of maybe your musical history, per se. Okay. Yeah, it was uh, in the band Whiskey Libido, um, which – Technically, off and on, I still am for Halloween parties or whatever. We just really good friends now, so we get together, we barbecue, and we play music. That's our thing. It's a lot of fun. Um, as many years ago, I was in a karaoke bar, and a gentleman named Todd Bergduff, which is our lead guitarist, very talented gentleman, uh, he said, "I want you to be the lead singer of my band." And I was like, "Okay, I don't even know where to start with that, but let's do it." And, you know, years went on, we did some shows, a lot of dive bars and lots of practices and lots of band drama. And <laughs> uh, Next thing you know, we finally got ourselves into the studio and we went to uh, Studio 04 in Lake Stevens. Big shout out to Mike Daly. Uh, he's got an amazing uh, studio there in Lake Stevens. Um, and we recorded our album called 11, 11 Shots. There's 11 songs on the uh album and that album is probably the best gift i've ever purchased for myself because i'll always have that music right on well hey uh i don't want to get too far into the whiskey libido stuff i know that uh, uh i do want to talk about um, some of the songs from from that era i should say but uh, i know that uh, you you just kind of released a song um I don't know, release is the right term, but, uh, you know, you produce a song with uh, your dad, and it meant a lot to you, and I really want to play that song and talk to you, uh, have you talk about kind of what it means to you and what it's about. Okay. Um, so you're going to play the song while we talk about it? Or? Yeah, so, uh, yeah, go ahead and uh, go ahead and uh, talk about it, and then I'll just kind of fade into the song. Okay, gotcha. So, unfortunately... My family, we lost our, my brother, my older brother, Casey. Um, and uh, my dad, one day, maybe a year after his passing, <clears throat> he sent me this music. And he's kind of just vaguely like, you know what to do. You know, you, or, you know what I want you to do with this, you know, blah, blah, or see what you can do. I, I don't know how the conversation went. It was via email. And uh, I knew within the first you know, listen to it, what, to, where to go with it. And I immediately sat down and started writing lyrics and, uh, started recording 
I actually had the song sent to him the same day. And um, wow. he uh, he listened to it, and he was crying, and he said, he nailed, I nailed it. It was exactly what he wanted. And years have gone by now where we've had this kind of, you know, garage recording, you could call it. It's nothing professional. And I just had an epiphany. I was like, Dad, we, we need to go to Mike's studio. And Mike Stevens, we need to record this, you know, because – Music to me has become this gift that is still going to be here when I'm gone. And my kids, if they want to hear my voice or show my grandchildren or anybody in this world that's missing me when I'm gone, that music's still going to be here. Um, and so it's really important to me to, to capture that uh, in the best quality that I can so that even in my old age, when I'm sitting on the rocking chair on the front porch, I can fire up my old music um so yeah see you in the end is the name of the song and it means a lot to me and my father and it kind of pertains a lot to what's going on today you know people are dying left and right with this covid thing and we lose people every day regardless to many different unfortunate things and that's what see you in the end is about is keeping those people in your thoughts and in your memories and you keep them there for a reason because their legacy lives on to us and that's what uh, See You in the, in the End is all about. Sometimes it's tough to start the day Waking up missing you But I get up and I get on my way Cause I get up every day Try to wear a smile on my face Even though I'm feeling down Even though I'm not sound Look up to the sky Try to answer questions Why I miss you so That hurts my soul But I need you On my mind I'll keep you right there, my friend Keep you there to the end I'll see you again
All right, we're back now. We just uh, played See You in the End. That's uh, uh, Chris, Alice, and uh, what's your dad's name again? My father's name is Richard Alice. He likes to go by Dick Alice. Okay, so Dick was in the studio with you. Um, yeah. Can you, can you kind of maybe kind of talk about that? I mean, the song, obviously we already talked about the song itself, uh, how, how much it means to you, and as, you, as, we, as we listen to it, I could really tell um, – I could tell the sentiment there uh, for sure, um, but maybe you can kind of talk about the actual experience uh, going in the studio with your dad a little bit. Oh, that was awesome. Um, I feel like I've gotten very comfortable in the studio. I've actually gotten really comfortable, whether it's on stage or you, know, you bust out a guitar, I'll just start singing in the middle of a parking lot. I don't care. You know, my, my dad was <laughs> really nervous. Um, <laughs> he actually... Part in the uh, first recording, and it was hilarious because you know we're getting in there, and and Mike's trying to coach him on you know like you can just keep on playing, and I'm just gonna jump in on this spot that you messed up on or whatever. He's having trouble grasping that concept in a sense, and I'm like, no, you don't understand that. Like he's just gonna you just keep playing to the song, but he's gonna punch in on the part that you messed up, so you just keep playing like normal. You know, and it's just little things like that. He was having trouble grasping, and, and then you get to the harmonica part, and he's uh, he's not nailing it at all. Like he <laughs> just, for one, he forgot his harmonica, and he's blaming it on that. But but Mike had this brand new set, like never been used harmonicas, and he had the right key. And my dad's like, all right, I'm you know, he's trying and trying and trying, and I can see the frustration. And, I've played harmonica in the past on one of our songs called Rocking Chair. It was going to be on our first album that just never really went anywhere. Um, and so I said, give me that thing. You know, it's COVID. I was a little iffy, but it's my dad, you know. So I, I grabbed the Lysol wipe and I cleaned that sucker up and <laughs> I jumped on there and I nailed it in two takes, the whole thing. So <clears throat> it, was, uh, it was cool because I'm not very... Uh, well-versed in instruments, but I can play some keyboard. I can play a little bit of guitar and I'm probably the best at harmonica. So to be a part of it in that regard, to be able to play an instrument on the song that I wanted to be recorded, um, I feel grateful for. Um, <clears throat> so cause he did all the guitar work and we tried doing some bass work and it just wasn't the same as the original recording. So, so I, I, I like to be able to say, that, yeah, I did that instrument on that song. So, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. I, I can't even imagine uh, how fun it was hanging out. And, and you know, you you had had an experience in the same studio with uh, some of your buddies, so to be able to pull your dad in there must have been really cool. Yeah, he would always show up, too, when we were doing our album. I mean, he's he's really been behind, you know, my music thing. Um, I grew up to him playing the guitar at random. I could be, you know, knee-deep into a video game and hear an acoustic guitar on the front porch and I'd run out there and you know stop the video game and I would just sit next to my dad as he played um <clears throat> so that's like going back to this what it means to me to have a recording I always have this recording of my father playing his guitar to our song and that means everything to me because right? you know I'm gonna miss him when he's gone and I've got other recordings that he's made of him playing. He's got jam sessions on YouTube of him just playing around on the guitar. I'm just so grateful for that. Like, whenever I'm missing him or whatever, I can just hit play. And 
take myself back in the time, you know, and hear his, he's got a very particular style of playing and it's just, it warms my heart every time I hear it. So I'm glad I got that, that gift that would just keep on giving, you know. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, let's jump in. I really kind of didn't want to, um, originally I wanted to have an episode uh, with you, Chris, uh, having, you know, I know you outside of uh, the whole music industry per se. Um, but, uh, but man, I didn't want to just have an episode with, with the one song. And I really like, uh, a lot of the stuff you did as whiskey libido. And I wanted to highlight a couple of songs there. I'm going to play the song Juliet. Uh, maybe you can kind of preface that a little bit and talk about it. Okay. Well, Juliet was recorded in my garage, and there's a lot of them where I've got this small pocket Zoom H2 that's got four built-in microphones, and just to record, and we do our thing. And uh, Juliet was John Moore, which is my bass player. He's also a very talented acoustic player. And John Moore and I, we have this chemistry where he can literally just start playing and I will completely ad-lib for five, six minutes. And people have heard us do this thousands of times. And they look at us and go, oh, my God, that's a really good song. Where did that come from? I'm like, that literally just happened. I don't have a name for that song. I don't have any lyrics written. Like, that's just us playing around, having fun, experimenting. And uh, those days in the garage, him and I did this acoustic, like, I think we wrote four new songs that day just off the top of our head. And we did our old ones, you know, for fun. And, and, uh, I started singing Juliet and it turned into the typical Romeo and Juliet song, you know, thou art my heart, you know, thou art my soul. Um, and Romeo and Juliet, it's a classic, uh, timeless tale. And that's my spin on it.
We just listened to Juliet, and that was a Whiskey Libido track. We got Chris Alice here, and uh, man, that's that's a really neat story that you told uh, before before we played the song there. Um, so, how many of the songs then that you that were on the eleven songs of, of the album recorded with Whiskey Whiskey Libido? How many of those would you say uh, were kind of just done kind of in the garage like that? Uh, every single one of them. Um, wow. Basically, it all starts with somebody, this is a weird thing, I can write lyrics and sing them for them, but they can't play music to my lyrics. But when they just like, hey, check this out, and start playing something, I just start singing. And usually from, maybe it's how I'm feeling that day, like there's a song in there called Sick and Tired, same thing, showed up to band practice, Todd starts playing, check this out, Chris. And my boss had made me really upset that day. So I wrote a song called Sick and Tired. <laughs> you know, and, and that's and what I'll do with these recordings. So I'll, there'll be an ad-lib track where I basically lay down the melody. I get the feel of the song of how I want to sing it. And then I'll be able to bring it home and just hit, you know, put it on loop, go back and forth, take pen and paper and really write the story that I'm looking to write. And then there's always changes you know somebody will come up with like let's do a bridge here let's just stop it here and fire it back up let's slow things down so these songs they manipulate over the years not even over the weeks or months they, they can literally be changed multiple times um until they are what they are wow uh, yeah i like that man that's that's a really cool style especially uh you know i've talked to a lot of people that uh, write music and they're mainly writing it from their own musical perspective and being that your forte is mainly your voice i know you you mentioned i don't want to put you down you mentioned you do play other instruments but uh how cool of you to be able to record that uh and just just over the loop uh be able to create create the lyrics that's that's really neat yeah it's one of my favorite processes in the just watching these things develop because at first it's just you're excited that there's this new idea and then from there, it's the, just an endless amount of opportunity to change it in any way that you want to. Um, and and everybody's in sight. You know, it's hard to get five dudes in a room and everybody agree on things. But the creative process of talking it out and then actually working it out, and be like, okay, that just doesn't work. Or, wow, that works really well. We should do more of that. Um, it's just a, it's a family unit. It's really it's something... Yeah, it's hard to describe unless you're in the moment, you know. Well, right on. Well, let's uh, as we're talking about it, uh, maybe we, maybe you could uh, kind of describe another song. I'm going to play the song "I Wonder." 
Okay, gotcha. So I wonder is actually my drummer. He's very talented on the guitar as well. And we used to call it a shorty but a fatty because it was just him and me. <laughs> and the song just had my lyrics to it. Well, so Corey Allen is my drummer. And um, his wife, Joe Allen, she's my backup singer on Juliet. And she, her and I just love to sing together. We do karaoke all the time together. Um, she loves to jump in on you know anything that she thinks that she can contribute to. She jumps on, and I just love having her. It's uh, like I said, we're, we're a pretty tight family unit. Uh, Joe and Corey are two of my best friends in this world, and uh, so she's like, you know, that song is just too short. I think I should. We should make it a duet, and I'll write my lyrics. You know, and it's it's such a beautiful song. The way Corey plays that acoustic the riff that he came up with for the song. Um, I've got this one guy that comes to band practice. He's a friend of the band, uh, Aaron, and he, he won't let us leave unless we play the song. For him. He's, <laughs> so, he's so in love with it, you know? And, uh, no, it's, it's a really beautiful song. I think that song should be on every country radio station or something. Cause it's, it's a, it's a well done song. Was I wrong this morning When I saw that look in your eyes Was I wrong last night When I gave you a kiss goodbye Oops, how I'm feeling It takes away the pain Knowing how you touch me Boy, you're driving me insane And I wonder Yes, I wonder Do you feel the same? And when I close my eyes All I see is your face Baby, when you smile, you brighten my day. And when I kiss those lips, they just melt me away. And your very presence, baby, is a gift to me. And I wonder, yes, I wonder. Yes, I wonder, do you feel the same? Try to play cool 
But I feel just like a fool And I wonder Yes, I wonder Do you feel the same? When I look in your eyes I get lost in your soul You light up my fire, baby I'm burning out of control With all of my heart I will give you my love Right here on this earth, baby To the heavens above And I wonder Yes, I wonder Do you feel the same? Yes, I wonder Do you feel the We're back. That was the song I Wonder uh, by Whiskey Libido. That's off the 11 Shots album. And uh, we're here with Chris Alice, and uh, he's a singer there and songwriter and extraordinaire, everything. Um, yeah, man. Uh, it's interesting that you label that country. Uh, yeah, I guess it could be poppy. I mean, so <laughs> <laughs> it's just a soft love song. You know, I don't know. I just, I'm more of a rock guy. I grew up. R&B and that's kind of where choir came into my life and, and then all of a sudden it, it went to rock and roll and I really didn't like country growing up but I've always been a person just in the music industry I should say as an artist it's like if it's meant to be if it makes me passionate enough to put ink to paper and write something then it's got to happen if you, you know I don't care if it's jazz or country or poppy or rock and roll if, if you're writing it and it inspires me to write to it and sing to it then we're doing this nice all right well um what uh what exactly are you doing now um you know obviously you know whiskey libido you said was maybe five six years ago you just wrote this song record it with your dad um have you been doing anything in the meantime are you doing anything in the future are you kind of on hold what's going on there well, COVID, right? So ain't nobody doing any shows right now. <laughs> right. Um, and I, my heart and my passion is kind of in this acoustic thing right now. Uh, we've written so many songs over the years, and there's always been the electric guitars and the loudspeakers and um, that crunchy metal sound. And, and there's also been that campfire acoustic guitar uh, playing style. And it's really grown really fond of me in my heart to be able to, you know, just sit down, no speakers. Uh, it doesn't even matter. You can mic up an acoustic and get a really good quality sound. But I want an acoustic album. That's my, that's where my heart's at right now. Um, Todd is 
kind of got some health issues, so he's been very uh, cautious in this COVID thing, and I, I completely respect that. But uh, I would love to grab Todd and write some more songs. And there's some old ones, like that Zoom H2 that I was describing, my handheld pocket uh, recorder. I, I've probably got four to eight albums worth of material on this thing. Songs that, that have never been heard by anybody else, but when it happened in the garage and when I pick up my Zoom and, and reminisce and replay it. So there's a lot of potential to grab, you know, 10 or 12 really good ones that stick out to me, which I can think of a few right now. Um, and then there's also the potential to just get creative and write something new. Um, I personally am trying to get better at playing and singing at the same time. I, I have a couple of acoustic guitars, one of them was handed down to me from my uncle and that guitar used to be my grandfather's. Um, it's a beautiful Martin D 35. And I know people out there that know their Martins. They know that's a, it's a really awesome, awesome guitar. Um, I also thought about, I've done some music product production on my own with the computer. There's an instrument called the instrument one. It's an artifon. And, uh, I have a page out there. If people want to check it out, it's reverb at Reverb Nation, partly clouded. I have some stuff that I've done myself on my computer, actually some rap songs and stuff like that. I've done all sorts of crazy stuff, but producing something myself sounds fun. But for now, it's just, uh, you know, you can't get together, but every once in a while, you know, Corey and Joe and I will have a barbecue and we'll whip out the acoustic and we'll play songs. Um, and that's about all we can do right now. Can't really book a show in Seattle or, or anything at the moment. So right now is probably the time to just be quiet and be creative. Hmm. Yeah, I like that. Be quiet, be creative. Uh, well, uh, it, where does the song Heaven's Calling fall in? Is that, is that what it's called, Heaven's Calling? Yeah, Heaven's Calling. Um, that was Todd Bergdorf. He wrote the lyrics to that, and uh, he wrote the music to that. And it's a really old recording that we did on a Tascam. Um, and I ended up doing my own backups to it and everything like that. And uh, his father's passed away. It's been many moons ago. Um, but Todd's written several beautiful songs coming from dreams that he's having um, about his, his father. And, uh, yeah, Heaven's Calling is a really beautiful song that, that he woke up from a dream and just started playing. He grabbed his guitar right away and started playing this song. And he asked me to come over to his house and sing the lyrics that he had written and uh, put it together. And it's, uh, yeah, that's, I remember that day. I burnt a CD off the Tascam and I had a pretty decent sound system in my car. And I, was, I had, you know, just played it on, loop, you know, all the way home on that drive. And that's a really, he's a, he's a talented musician so talented um, and he plays very beautifully i'd actually i would prefer him to play more beautiful songs like heaven's calling and others that he's done in the past than to even try to go metal he's, he's just super meticulously you know a good guitar player
universe of you inside of mine, my inside of my mind. Now those memories to the test of time, to the test of time. When it rains, it's pouring tears from heaven. talking to Chris Alice and uh, it's funny calling you Alice man uh, not not because uh, you know any kind of gender reasons but just the fact that uh, I never knew that was how you pronounce your last name so there we go I know we already covered that but. <laughs> yeah one of, my, one of my best friends was Chris as well so they always call him Baker and call me Alice so I've, I've, I've been, I grew up my whole life like hey Alice that's me. <laughs> uh, that's funny. That's good though, man. It's uh, it's it's it made it's made you a a manly uh, singer here, right? Uh, oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm comfortable <laughs> with my sexuality. <laughs> yes, yes. Right on, man. Well, hey, uh, this is this has just been such a cool conversation. Um, I just want to say uh, to everybody, um, you know, I've been wanting to get you on the show for a while, and I'm just really glad we finally hooked up because uh, your songs. It was it was cool because I I listened to them um, before and it was really cool. I think sometimes songs uh, they bring there's more to them when the artists kind of talk about the meaning and stuff behind them. And I just want to say thanks for coming on and doing that. Yeah, thanks for the opportunity. I really appreciate it. Um, just want your listeners to know that the the album Eleven Shots by Whiskey Libido it's on Spotify, it's on YouTube, it's on Google Play, it's on almost any streaming site that you listen to your music every day on. So you check the whole thing out and be, be wary. The whole album's different. Every song, some of it's metal, some of it's alternative, some of it's almost country, some of it's love poppy songs. So you're going to get just a whole smorgasbord of, you know, what we do as a, as a band. And, uh, and then, like I said, partly clouded on reverb nation. I have probably 20 recordings up there. A lot of them are, terrible audio quality from you know my zoom is too but they're up there so uh, i appreciate the spotlight rudy and um, you're a good friend right on man and hey i just want uh, listeners also to uh to know that i'm going to close this out with a little easter egg uh 
This has nothing to do with Chris, but I, I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, one of our uh, prior guests, Corey Vincent, uh, released a new single, and that's called No Fair, and here it is.
Thanks for listening to our Pacific Northwest music. Hope you enjoyed it. Check us out next month. Thanks so much to our friends Jack Mattingly and the Whiskey Fever. That was the track you heard at the start. And here it is again. Wouldn't want to miss this off the album Oceans of Trouble. Go check it out. They're from Cedro Wood. Ooh, you wouldn't want to miss this.